Thanks for tuning in to LGR Reviews on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. A long time ago, in a galaxy far away, Welcome to the Holocron, with your host, Lador, and her apprentice, Justin Hamilton. Now, let's get ready to talk Star Wars. What is up, guys? What is up? It's going to be uh, me uh, on my own tonight, so it's going to be a little bit of a shorter one. Uh, we got a couple of people with some things going on, so yeah, man, I ain't missed to talk about Star Wars, and we had Andor uh, come out, and that's what we're here to talk about tonight. If you have anything, I've got the uh, Streamlabs open, so if you send any in, it'll come up on the screen right here and alert me, so that's all up and ready to go. If you want to, please, or if you haven't yet, please like and subscribe to the channel. And on top of that, if you want to join the Patreon, go ahead and do it as a little bit of a dollar and you can join our uh, Discord and stuff uh, where we hang out a lot and talk about all this stuff that we end up talking about on these shows and have a good time doing it uh, in most cases. But yeah, man, appreciate uh, everybody for coming down and coming in tonight. Uh, got a couple people in the chat. What up, Dagan? What's up, Adelia? Uh, and everybody else is going to join in tonight. But uh, yeah, dude, Andor, like, the, the, you know, this is what we're talking about right here. Star Wars and or uh, just a really great series and stuff like that. And like I said, I'm going to cover a couple of things uh, just to go over. I First things first, I want to say this. One of the biggest key points that I do not like when people talk about Star Wars is when they try to put their own spin on if is this Star Wars or not. Okay. One thing I want to stress to everybody that's watching this right here is that Star Wars is a galaxy. It's not just a planet. It's a galaxy. And it's a world upon worlds inside this galaxy. There's so many things that could be happening in Star Wars. So who's to say what is Star Wars and what isn't Star Wars? Okay, just like in our normal everyday world uh, here, uh, the United States is very different, vastly different from, say, Russia or China or another, you know, different countries and stuff like that in just this one planet. There's so many different things in the Star Wars galaxy. There's so many different worlds and everything else that like with that happening, there's going to be so many different things that can be involved in it. So many different stories that could be told so many different characters, like not everybody's going to have the same kind of humor. You know, like I, I hear people all the time, oh, that's not Star Wars humor or that's not Star Wars action or whatever. But what is Star Wars action? Right. Like it, it, it encompasses a galaxy. But all kinds of different people, all kinds of different backgrounds and everything else. So that's one of the things that I like to point out when I talk about Star Wars is, is like, who's to say what is Star Wars? You know, like, so all this uh, different. And I love the fact, and the reason why I'm opening with that is because I love the fact that uh, this show is different from any Star Wars that we've ever had. The feel, some of the music is almost like some music that you might hear from a different kind of show. Not necessarily 100% sounds Star Warsy, but I like it because it fits the the attitude, it fits the feel of the actual show 
of Andor and everything else. Like I really do like uh, the way things are going with a lot of that stuff. And I don't mind the fact that the music's a little different, right? Like that's perfectly fine. Like we even had some different music in the Mandalorian and everything. And I'm fine with that because there's all going to be all kinds of different things in the Star Wars universe. I think the actors, the actors so far, boom, bam, hit it out of the ballpark, uh, Disney Plus. Uh, you really did your job there. You really, I thought, uh, uh, put people in the places that they needed to be. Uh, loved all of them. Like uh, this lady right here that I really don't know. Like she's obviously like with Andor in the show, but we don't know exactly who she is uh, as far as like, you know, can she be like Cassian's sister or something? Like, cause she may have been from the same planet that Cassian was from. Uh, like, you know, what, who is she to Cassian? Is she just a friend? Like, what is this? We know at one point in the show, he was looking for his, uh, he said it was his sister, but was that just like a cover story? You know, like, is he telling the truth there? Because he is, as we can tell uh, from the show, he is kind of a, like a thief, kind of like a smooth talker. So like he knows how to talk himself out of situations, in the situations and everything else. Look at this dude. Look at these eyes right here on this guy right here. I thought he knocked it out of the park as well. This young, ambitious like uh, guy who's working for the Empire. He's just trying to do his job, man. He's like a guard like a, of a security guard force. And he's like one of the leaders. And he doesn't like the fact that his boss is lazadaisical and doesn't want to go after uh you know, two guys that died that was a part of their team and stuff like that. So it kind of fits the mold, but he's also young, like I said before, uh, and he's trying to learn and get his feel about what's going to happen, you know, during this whole thing. And I thought it was kind of cool, like watching this guy that's not just, he he is a leader. He got to his part uh, in his position uh, by doing whatever, right? Probably working hard and everything else. Uh, and in the show, like you can see there's opportunities where like he gets like really nervous giving a speech because he really hasn't done it before. He's not really a leader of these men who goes out and does things like fight and, uh, you know, and that kind of thing. So like you can tell like he's nervous. So he's not like this perfect character and stuff like that. And like he didn't follow his boss and the rules. He, he wanted to find out who actually committed this uh, this crime that he found and everything else uh, along with that. So I liked a lot of the points uh, with that. Another thing, I don't know how Star Wars does this. I really don't. But I love the droid in this thing. The little art, I don't know. Like, he probably has another of a technical name. I haven't found that out yet. But he's like an R2 unit, you know, just a different style of R2 unit. But, like, he's just super cool. I love the fact that he kind of stutters a little bit, almost like he's low in power and stuff. Like, he's not top-notch and everything else. But I don't understand. Like, every time Star Wars has a show, there's always going to be some droids and I'm always like, ah, oh, man, they're probably just going to copy another one of the droids. It's probably just going to be another C-3PO or another R2-D2 or whatnot or, or a chopper or something like that. But nah, they was able to make this dude different as well, like and 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 that kind of thing. So I don't understand how they can do that. How many times can they reinvent a droid like K2SO that we might see in further seasons down the road? He's obviously not going to be part of like the first couple of seasons of this show. Uh, I think they pretty much already announced that. But eventually, K2SO might actually get involved into the show right here. And he's even a different part. You know, he's a different kind of droid. Like, so however many times they're able to, like, invent, like, these new-looking uh, and acting droids. Because these these droids have personalities and stuff like that, which is, like, really cool. So I really liked uh, of that. Um, let me see. I loved a bunch of things. Uh just be honest with you, like uh, about this show, 
Uh, I love the fact that they didn't sugarcoat any of the death scenes. Like the death scenes in this was real. You had one guy like at the very beginning of the, uh, of the show, pretty much like the first episode, you had Cassian who's pictured right there looking all sexy as he's walking through uh, the streets. But like you, you had him having to uh, kill a couple of guys cause he almost gets caught. And like the one guy's like begging the one, you know, he's begging him like, Oh man, like we'll just go in together and I'll tell him that like, we got into a scuffle and this guy tripped and fell or whatever. Right. Like, and that's what happened. He was trying to like beg for his life and Cassian just turns around and, you know, he's got that moment where he's having to think about what to do and everything. And he just decides to like kill the guy. We also had another character, uh, which is um, this character that I was talking about earlier that she was played very well as, uh, in the show, but like we had her, she had a boyfriend who got jealous. Jealousy is a downfall of everybody. Game of Thrones world, Star Wars world. It don't matter. Even in the real world, jealousy uh, pretty much almost takes us all out. But yeah, like uh, in the show, uh, her boyfriend, because he gets jealous, turns Cassian Andor in and in a moment in the show. Like later on, he comes down trying to actually like redeem himself, but he doesn't get redeemed. Right. Like in a Star Wars show, a lot of times, like everybody gets redemption, right? Even the bad guy sometimes gets redemption, like Darth Vader or, or uh, you know, Kylo Ren when he turns into Ben Solo again and everything else. Like, so you have those things going on. But in this show, I love the fact that, like, they didn't do that. He comes running down the stairs to help her out. And you think, oh, man, he's going to, like, help her, maybe even help her escape, redeem himself. Nah, man, he gets killed. He dead as hell, sitting on some steps. You know what I'm saying? He shouldn't have stuck his nose in where it shouldn't have been. You know what I'm saying? And he tried to, like I said, he tried to turn in. Uh, and or and everything else and like that ended up causing him uh to die and i love the fact they didn't try to go away from that that they actually said oh shoot guess what this show people dies that's how it is and like they're not gonna like try to star wars or, or make it like more kid friendly necessarily right like the one thing about star wars they use blasters that's a really cool thing because they don't have to have the blood spurting out or whatever like you would if you were using like regular guns and stuff so that helps them on that aspect of still staying like kid friendly, even when they have violence. But like in this particular instance, like some hardcore violence was going in uh, with all that. And I just loved all that stuff. Uh, B2 Emo. Yeah. That'd be the name of the droid right there. I got to get some of these names. I'm watching so many shows right now that it's pretty crazy, but yeah, like Alan, like loving this clone wars, man, it's all over the place. And that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like all these different scenes, planets and everything else is just, man, it just, you have to open up your eyes and be ready that anything can be in Star Wars. I, I really think it'd be cool if they did like a horror film or something like that in Star Wars, to be honest with you. Like, I think you could do almost anything. I mean, we had the horror elements, you know, like when Vader in Rogue One, because this is attached to Rogue One a little bit, but with Vader in Rogue One, when Vader's walking down the hallway and cutting people down, like 100%, that right there is just some crazy stuff. And like, uh, out of a horror scene, he's like walking around like he's Jason uh, Voorhees. Uh, I do think that these first three episodes of Andor really got us set up for the rest of the show. And I hope they're able to like put together a great solid show. These first three episodes was very solid. I think that you don't even have to be a Star Wars fan to really kind of get into this show, to be honest with you. I think anybody could walk in, not even knowing really anything about Star Wars and actually get into this show. If you know about Star Wars like we do, like I do, and like anybody is probably going to watch this review about the Cassian Andor series, like, of course, we're going to have the Rogue One story. We know where it's leading to. We're going to have those kind of things. And, like, some things will mean more. Some of these characters will mean more. Like, when Mon Motha appears, like, to us that are big Star Wars fans, it's going to be pretty crazy that, like, hey, we're going to be able to, like, enjoy that even more. But I do think that regular people 
uh, coming into the series is going to be able to watch it for the first time and actually enjoy it. doesn't matter if it's Star Wars or not. Um, the villains in this, I think, did really well as well. Uh, as far as the acting kind of goes along with some of the other characters, like I said earlier, I talked about him already. He did very well, but we also had a couple of other bad guys that was involved in this that I thought did well. Like you had the one guy that was like the true soldier. Like, yeah, he was like pumped up because they were finally able to go and do their jobs because it looks like nobody wanted to go really do anything or stop anybody from being able to like possibly steal from them or whatever. And they were kind of like, nah, dog, ain't happening. We're going to be able to... uh we want to go out there and really do this. And like one of the phrases was like, you know, he wants to sharpen the blade. We got to get out there and like use this stuff that we do and stand up and like not let these people come in there and do all these things. Uh, but yeah, like it, it was just a bunch of stuff, man. There's so many things to talk about. Um, we One thing that we do know about Andor even more than we did from row one, I kind of talked about it a little bit, but like it, we know he's a smooth talker. We know he's a thief. So he's not like this, super great character a moral a moral guy like you know what i'm saying like he's out there doing the thing and that's one of the reasons why the rebellion ends up seeing him and noticing him and i think it's cool that we have uh the cat that's on the with him on the back of the uh motorbike here like he's one of the leaders of the rebellion and this guy comes in there and like searching for him i think it's really cool that you know he's getting searched uh, or he's searching like people like cassian andor out because they need those kind of guys you can't just be out there doing your thing and, uh, you know, not actually, um, you know, being just good all the time. You can't do that. This is a war. This is like dirty. The emperor, the emperor and Darth Vader is not going to fight a fair fight. And you can't either. Like you're going to have to do some things that might not be the greatest. Uh, and I just thought it was really cool that it was showing like how they was going into the slums and like finding some of these people that have these talents and Cassian Andor's uh, one of those. Uh, another thing that I really loved uh, about the series so far is the flashbacks. I thought the flashbacks were really good. The flashbacks um, just really did it really super well. It did it so well that like they spoke in a different language. They didn't put the subtitles on there that told you what they were actually saying, at least not on the version that I was watching. They didn't put what they were actually talking about, but like you still understood. You still got it. You didn't have to have those subtitles because of how uh, a good job it was done in those flashback scenes. I really like those. Uh, really thought they were really super cool and stuff, showing us like Cassian Andor when he was a kid, like what happened maybe in his home world and everything else. And like, no, nah, it's pretty cool. Like I liked uh, how they set that up. And like I said, you understood everything that was going on because of the way they did it, even without subtitles, even without knowing that language and uh, everything else. Uh, and I just really kind of want to end because, like I said, this is going to be a shorter one. It's not going to be a super long one because it's just me giving my thoughts. I don't have anybody else to, like, really run a couple of things through uh, to have their opinion. So it's really just my opinion on this one right here. And we'll probably have guests on the ones uh, leaning in from now. But uh, this is what Star Wars can be if given the chance. Like, if people give it a chance, if people sit back and go, look, we're willing to give anything in Star Wars a chance. Because, like I said earlier, we got so many worlds in this in this galaxy of Star Wars. There's so many different people, so many different walks of life. Let's give some of these stories like this right here a chance. This is a different. It's got a little it's got a different feel than anything else that I've seen Star Wars, at least live action and stuff like that. And I want to be able to be excited and be able to watch like new things come into the Star Wars world. And, and if we give these things like this right here a chance, 
we'll get more and more of that. We don't want them to go into their shell. I mean, right now, Disney's so scared to make a movie because people's going to crap on it. Like, we haven't gotten a movie in a couple of years now already just because of the fans crapping on stuff. Like, and I get it, like, you get upset. But, like, there's a difference between stating your opinion and going out physically trying to, like, just do whatever you can to, like, put out the word, like, you think it sucks. Like, there's a difference between that. Don't be as toxic or whatnot. But, like, the thing is, is, like, stamp cool your jets and let things like this happen. You know, there may be a show that comes out that's not that good. Uh, and I, so far, I'm loving Andor. I think it's one of the best shows. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Star Wars has really done really well in their series. Mandalorian, uh, this show, Andor, um, The Book of Bubba Fett, even though it may not be my favorite and I like The Mandalorian better, like The Book of Bubba Fett was even like a good show overall. I still enjoyed a lot of it. So, and it was a different way to tell a story even in that. So, like, I want these things to be able to keep being made and being done because, like, we're going to get gems like Andor. Yeah, we may get something that you might not like as much, uh, like the cartoon or animated series The Resistance or something like that. But in between that, we're going to get some really good gold stuff made by really good quality guys. I think Gilroy, uh, the guy who kind of runs the show over there uh, for Andor, and, like, even with the Obi-Wan series, I thought was fantastic. Had some really cool stuff that I loved seeing. Brought some emotions out. Got to let uh Got to let you and McGregor like go into that sandbox of playing Obi Wan again, and 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 uh, with Christensen being able to go out there and do Vader. So those kind of things right there, really super great, really super good. Star Wars is like pretty much when it comes to these shows, it's knocking it out of the park. I can't wait till they start making movies again because that's where I fell in love with Star Wars as movies. I don't like the fact I don't don't I don't like the fact that some people are like, oh, don't make any movies, just make shows. Oh man, the movies are still great. I still want to go see a movie and a movie theater experience with popcorn in my face uh, to be able to watch Star Wars. And like I said, that's where I fell in love with Star Wars is from watching the old movies and then being able to go see the prequels in the movie theater. So I just really hope they use some of this and they go on and they start doing things and making creative stories like this right here, to be perfectly honest with you guys. Uh, and I hope that keeps going. And I hope they start adapting some of their stuff after it's been a little bit. Like I would love to see a Lost Star series, like a young adult Lost Star series, like an actual movie. Just make a movie. And I think that would be really super cool, really super fun. But they, they got some things out there. One of my biggest complaints was Kathleen Kidney saying that they don't have any source material. Yeah, you do. You got all kinds of source material, all kinds of books and stories and stuff that you can lean on and get uh, stuff done. So let's get some of that done. Uh, really super excited for Andor. And we'll be covering it from here on out. And uh, thank you guys for watching. Uh, thank you guys for being here. Uh, until next time. Peace. Thank you for watching the Holocron, a Let's Get Ready podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and follow the Let's Get Ready channel on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitch.